Craig, stop. Craig, no. Craig, put down the paddle, please, Craig. Welcome, everyone. This is Tony and the Weasel. I am Dax, and we have our very special guest, Ryan. And by special, I mean uh, co-host. But that's also special because he's my special little boy. Am I now? Little. Yes. That hurts down to my bone. <laughs> the little one? I know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, fantasy worlds. Uh, particularly something interesting came up in D&D. Their new, uh, what is it, Candlekeep books or whatever, has introduced a dungeon that has a wheelchair accessible option. Now, that, that seems fairly ridiculous right off the bat, but maybe there's more to it? What do you have, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I don't think there's anything more to it. I think it's just inclusiveness, and it's it, it is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, just I inclusiveness. I guess. I mean, what what reason is there to put that in there other than just to be inclusive and make? But why would you want to include that in fantasy? Like, I get like some people are like, "Oh, I'm super proud of my life." That's that's totally cool. But if you could walk, wouldn't you want to? Yeah, and I'm actually thinking uh, as well, it seems strange. So this is a dungeon that's meant to keep people out, but they add the wheelchair accessibility for allowing people in. It kind of defeats the whole purpose. Also, it's in a fantasy world where even if you were in a wheelchair, you also have magic and other things that you could do that would make it more awesome and would allow you to you know do everything anyone else can yeah right uh, right i mean i agree and i think you know my stance on this too like it's like saying it's like creating that character who's like oh my character's a totally normal guy but he's his backstory is he's going through a divorce and he's messy, he's losing his kids, and uh, <laughs> he's very bitter at all the females. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The story of Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yes. He's having balding issues and losing his kids to his wife. What's the ex-wife's name? Uh, Karen. It's got to be, I mean. Karen, of course it is. Yeah, that's the adventures we want to play in our fantasies, right? Yeah, that's exactly how we uh, want to learn what's going on in everybody's lives. Through this fantasy world yeah. where you can just bring us all down with you. <laughs> I've I've come to this adventure to find the food stamp office. <laughs> Things have been a little rough. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yes. That's what we want in our fantasies. Yeah, that's but, uh, good. that's how I feel about the, the wheelchair ramp thing. It's like you, there's, there's no need. Like you're in a fantasy setting where you don't <laughs> you don't have to be in a wheelchair. And I get like, okay, well, 
I get shit happens, and your character can sometimes end up in a wheelchair through, like, getting maimed and shit. But there's always a but workaround. Like, yeah, there would it would be a magical wheelchair, or you get some crazy new leg options, or or something. You can come right? a fucking because, centaur or something, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, it's when you're looking at real people compared to, you know, D&D, we're all handicapped. <laughs> like, the real people are all handicapped compared to what's in D&D. Like, I will never be able to, like, rip a door off the hinges and th- throw it across a room to decapitate a goblin. That's just well, I mean, not you, something... You speak for yourself there, well, sir. Well, fine. That's <laughs> not something that most of us can do. Um, and, you know, throwing fireballs and all that stuff. The fact that we can't use magic means that we're handicapped compared well, to... Well, what, what if I start the, throwing the fireball liquors? I'm throwing fireballs and it kind of burns. Doesn't yeah, damage. you can go ahead and choke on my two spicy <laughs> fireballs that I have in my pants. <laughs> my pants, if you keep that up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you, you understand what I mean, right? Yeah. If if there was uh, you, just you, and your D and D version of you, I'm super which one would be the handicapped one? I'm super handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My D and D character is like default a fucking tiefling usually. Yeah. So then, why why add that? Why? Uh, that's why I said the only thing I can think of is inclusion. Like, but again, I don't. I don't see the purpose of including that. Yeah. Maybe I'm a dick. Yeah. I uh, oh, I know I'm a dick, but like still. Yeah, I'm. I'm and really. Not- fa- I'm wondering if there's anybody out there. Was there anyone out there that was truly in a wheelchair that like felt happy for this, or was this only other people? that wants to make themselves feel happy, right? Like, hey, look at me. I'm fighting the good fight. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, usually shit like this happens. People patting each other on the back. Exactly. Usually shit like this happens because someone who's not in a wheelchair and never was, was like, let's include everybody. And then people in wheelchairs are like, why, why, why? (laughs) They're probably like sitting yeah. there, like, "Are you trying to throw a jab at me now? Like, you're gonna say my real life wheelchair has to carry over to my fantasy character, right? And that my fantasy character needs um, to be helped by you. That I can't do it. I'm that my own fantasies are weaker than everyone <laughs> else's. It's I like, have handicapped <laughs> fantasies. It's like Joe from Family Guy. No matter what cutaway they put him in, he's always in a wheelchair. No matter who he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either that, or it was the creators. Like, like a DM was just super pissed. Like, my kit, my can't my uh, my people all suck. My players are all horrible, and they always make their characters do stupid stuff and die. So, since you guys can't seem to get through places easily enough, let me make this even easier for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see that happening, uh, where the DMs are just getting so fed up and everything, they have to put in safety railings 
<laughs> for their <laughs> players. And then... Are uh, there's handrails? <laughs> and then they're, like, putting this stuff in there, and then someone's like, oh, are you trying to poke jabs at people in wheelchairs and say they're less than? And they're like, uh, n- no, we're being inclusive. Yeah. I just want to welcome everyone to my table. <laughs> they try to do it. Just really, like... <laughs> really, he has to just post up like signs in the dungeon, warning dragon ahead, <laughs> so they're just dumbass players don't just run in and die. Because <laughs> all the subtle hints uh, they don't pick up on. Oh yeah, you but smell then... the sul- the smell of sulfur and. The flame is on the air. You hear a grumbling coming from the room. I stick my dick in the doorway. What? What? what why would you do that? <laughs> Can I roll for it? <sighs> <laughs> that defeated. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just fucking go roll for it. I'm gonna slice the shit off either way. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So. <laughs> have yeah. To put the child safety locks on everything. But then they still have to roll to look around to even see the signs. Unless you just, like, automatically... There's signs on the wall. You want to look at them. Yes. Go ahead and roll to look at them. <laughs> the signs are magical and draw your attention. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. A hand physically reaches from the sign and pulls you to it. <laughs> I can't read it. My character can't read it. Act. The sign reads itself to you. It telepathically links to your mind. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What little of it is there's there. <laughs> yeah, I can see both of those things. It was either just a slight, and then they're like, we're going to slight these dumb players, and then someone's like, oh, so it's a slight to be handicapped? And like, no, no, that's not, that's not what we meant. We're actually being inclusive, and here, we want everybody to know that we want everybody to play D&D with us. But then it yeah. backfires again. It's like, oh, so now I have to carry my real life. <laughs> yeah, I, it just nonsense. But uh, okay, there's there's more more of the D and D controversy going on as well, right? Because uh, there's been talk about getting rid of the alignment system. The alignment system. Yeah, you know the good. Uh, evil, chaotic, neutral, uh, all that stuff. Yes. Because it's being talked as as being racist. You can't just have an evil race anymore. No race can be evil and no race can be good. It all has to be equal. Now, I think uh, that's kind of uh, nonsense as if- well. Right? Because uh, I, I always think about you know, well, there's there's humans in D and D. They're they're there. They're of every race and color and anything you want. They're the humans are there. Right? Exactly. Yep. Right. So they are us. They're humans. They're they're the interesting, good, evil, all that. The other races and everything were literally created by demons or different gods. And meant to be different. Meant to be like alien in thought. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so fascinating about them for me. Right? That you have this orc who is just built different. Built to fuck your shit up. 
Like, why why does he have to have some sort of backstory where he's a good guy now? Why can't yeah. he just be a bad guy? And orcs aren't necessarily, like, evil. They just like to fuck shit up. Like, it's... Yeah, 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 that's exactly right. When you have to start thinking about, well, what do you define as good and what do you define as evil? Yeah. I mean, some of the tieflings, I think, are supposed to align evil, but that's because, like you said, they were literally... Fr- they're devils. Like <laughs> They come from a burning place of hell. And then, isn't there another... Oh, you can't play as them, but like the demons that come from like the abyss or whatever. Abysmal, whatever. Uh, well, there's there's devils and demons. I demons, think. yeah. They fight each other, hate each other, whatever. Which is so funny. Yeah. yeah. See, that doesn't even follow the real-life trope of devils and demons. I just think, stop introducing real-life shit into fucking fantasy. We're going to fantasy to get away from real-life shit. Don't fucking bring it over here with you. Yeah, I think... Uh, I can understand a little bit, because... Uh, people have been drawing parallels to some of the races in D&D. Like, we can't... And... mm, Let me phrase this more correctly, right? All right. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Because there's so many people that are using uh, fantasy characters like orcs, the dwarves, elves, all those, that they have changed over time depending on who you're talking to, right? Mm-hmm. If you're looking back at Tolkien and the way he describes the orcs and everything, but, you know, a racist person making a fantasy is going to have racist things in it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's all... You know what I mean? It's that person's take on that thing. Yeah, it's that person per, person's take. And then you end up with, there's so many different people out there making so many different versions. So which one is the definitive version? What What is the definitive orc? Is exactly. It the, yeah, like in Japan, if you think about orcs and everything, they always do the big pig men. That is their style of orc over here. Is that the orc, or is it more of the green skin? That's a good question. I, I've always thought of the green skin. Right, that's the Western style is green skin, but over in Japan, it's a pork man like uh, Ganon, and I forget which one he shows up, but he looks like a big pig man. Yeah, that was the original ones. He uh, yeah, so he turned green, actually, in uh, Ocarina of Time. Well, I guess that was Ganon uh, okay. Dwarf, so whatever. Yeah, so it's like um, uh, I I wish that more creators and more people that use these fantasy stuff would make these new other races like more alien. I want them to be more like uh, the Meeseeks from uh, what, what what's that called? God, I can't remember it. You lost me. I don't know. I'm I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. Nope. Rick no, and Morty. Oh. Rick and Morty. Yeah. You've never watched Rick and Morty? I have, but it was not my cup of tea. Oh, well, screw you and your tea. <laughs> right. So, the Meeseeks were like these creatures that you push a button on a box 
one of them pops up into existence. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Looks it looks. Uh, <laughs> I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. And uh, you would ask them to help you with something. They would do that thing, and then they would disappear from existence. Damn. Right. Right. That seems like oh shit. That's pretty pretty effed up. Uh, but. Throughout the episode, uh, one of them is stuck, isn't able to do the help that it's supposed to do. So it can't stop existing. And you find out that for the Meeseeks, existence is pure pain and suffering. Right. Mm. So it's gone so long that it's just been suffering and it getting really weird and horrible for it. Right. So it starts losing his mind. Until, you know, eventually can be disappear. Not, it'll no longer exist. That is what I want to see in a fantasy race, right? That it is completely different. Like what an orc actually has to physically suffer if they're not, uh, if they don't allow their violence through or whatever, you know? Yeah. If, if I had a, a like DMing a game, that, that's, actually sounds like it might be really interesting if a character or a player wants to play as an orc and they get into a confrontation and they don't act violently or act out in any sort of way that it actually physically pains them and they'll get like disadvantage on what their next role or whatever. That's an interesting concept. Like it kind of forces people to play differently. So you can't bring your real life shit and feelings into it. How would this character feel about it? Yeah, right. That would give you chances for role playing, and the same thing for like if you choose, I'm going to be a, a paladin, a pa- paladin, God, a paladin dwarf, and you see bad things happening. You can't, you physically can't turn your eyes away from it. Something in it hurts you, like it. Seeing that uh, some sort of uh, violence or somebody hurting somebody else for no reason actually physically pains you. The smell, it smells like rotting eggs in your face, and you just mm. gotta do something. And if you don't, then it just sticks with you. Right? That would be the way you should do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not just sort of like, oh, let's put our human reasoning in this, and we, we can't start anything right now because it's not really good for us, so we're gonna keep, just walk on and we'll deal with it later. You have to force yourself to, like, either you do something or you suffer for it. I'll admit, I've fallen victim to the whole, like, bringing, like, real-life reasoning into the game. But that would probably, that's interesting. Like, it forces you to be like, nah, son. (laughs) Yeah, there, it's no, you have to, like, there has to be some sort of consequence, right? Mm -hmm. The role-playing, I find, in these games often don't have enough consequence to them you can kind of just sort of do whatever and you're like oh well don't want to deal with that right now so not going to deal with it (laughs) adding 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 checks to it adding like all right well you're uh, a drow and you're in a bar filled with just people and they're laughing and cheering and having fun but this is disgusting to you. The smell of the <laughs> place is killing you. 
is getting to you, you know, their eyes on you, you want to gouge them out, what do you do, right? Now, that doesn't mean that they have to just straight up kill somebody or freak out. You could do that a bunch of ways where you intimidate somebody and you feel like you're above them and you, all that good stuff. You know, now as you're saying this, players are going to find workarounds, and I wonder if that's what led the whole handicap trail thing. I'm thinking, like, the player's playing, like, I don't want my character to be this way. What if I find a magician somewhere who gives me, like, essentially anti-anxiety medicine? (laughs) (laughs) And now my character doesn't want to kill everybody around him. Uh... Well, I mean, that sounds like a quest. <laughs> the quest of the anti-anxiety pills. <laughs> you can make that work. <laughs> Welcome to our session. The quest of for Xanax. For Xanax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the wizard's name. <laughs> Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. We need to do that right there. Yeah, sorry, I we're rambling there for a bit. I, I, I would love to actually incorporate that into a D and D game. That would be you have to play to your alignment. That would be fun. My favorite thing is I still want to create like because like the common speak being I get common speak, ha ha ha, but it's English, or I guess wherever is common where you are, but right. I just want to make a character who's not like that. Like, it's weird that all of them just happen to know common speak, even if they like, oh, my backstory is I've never been anywhere ever. Well, you still know common speak, because magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, son, I want my character to not understand a thing the other people are saying to him, and then go on all these long quests, meet wizards, Xanax, and while they're there, he's like, oh, I also noticed that you guys don't understand each other. Here, take these, and he gives you, like, I don't know, some type of uh, translator, and then they just, like, as soon as they pop in, they all start talking, and he's like, oh, well, I've just been following along because I need food, and my wife oh. left me, and, you know, oh, you, I just figured. You you put those in your ears? <laughs> I've, been, I've been using those uh, rectally for quite some time. Oh, <laughs> right. <my. laughs> You hear a muffled voice coming from his pants. His mouth is not moving, but you hear. Uh, But yeah, then like, oh, you were looking for this thing. That was, I could have given you, that was at my house all the way back there. They got blown up. Now we have to go find another one. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that common speech is definitely a glaring sort of, uh, you know, well... We couldn't really work around the language thing, so, you know, fuck it. Here you go. Everyone speaks the same language. Yeah, and I... I, (laughs) Because I I understand why they did it and everything, because they have so many different playable characters and so many different places and all that, that, you know, for uh, for certain campaigns, I'm sure it'd be great to have to, like, fight the, uh... Uh, language barrier and everything could add a whole new level to things but for a lot of the other ones the 
if it's every campaign that you're fighting a language barrier, then it becomes sort of a problem. But yeah, uh, I actually, since I'm living in Japan and everything, I've done D&D out here uh, with my lovely Chinese girlfriend who speaks English well, but, uh, you know, D&D, the English you're using in D&D isn't quite the same as what you would be using in normal life. Right, right. right. You know, the, the wizard's familiar... Gengabar was talking about Ooblybop, and it's like <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. So that that was actually like one of the closest situations that I had to actually having a language barrier in a game, and it was really cool. It added a whole level, next level to things, you know, where not everyone was on the exact same page. Figuring out stuff together was uh, really fun. Right. And, you know, having one character that was like, like, wait, uh, do we kill this guy or is he, is he, <laughs> we, we healing this guy, you know, in the heat of battle when you can't really explain it. It's, it, it adds a bit of fun to things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I want to heal this person. All right. You put your hands on and another character walks up. I want to stab him. Just starts slowly yeah. stabbing into him. It's like, oh, I thought we were. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I, but, I just remember that. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, I just remember this bit with the uh, this rat familiar, right? Uh, speak with a she could speak with animals, so was talking to it, and the rat familiar is like, ha ha! I've warned my master that you're coming, and he's going to get away, and there's nothing you can do, and blah blah blah, and she's like are you hungry? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> sure, I, I guess. It feeds it and everything. And, well, um, uh, and he's just going on about all this plot information about this wizard getting away and everything. And she's just asking questions like, do you like cheese? Well, yeah, I like cheese. And eventually it <laughs> poofs away, right? None of the rest of the group can understand what the hell that conversation was because it was an animal speak. So they were like, what did he say? Well, he likes cheese. That's <laughs> what we got from that. And it was beautiful. <laughs> see, stuff like that. Now, here's here's again. I can already see myself being like, oh, let's include language barriers. And someone else is making a podcast. Did you hear they introduced language barriers in D&D? Like, <laughs> why are you bringing real world shit? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But again, it it would be a fun concept to do with uh, if you've got a nice group together. Yeah, you could probably. probably I think that'd be fun. That. But I still don't think the wheelchair accessible ramp is fun in any way. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just a bummer. <laughs> it 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 is a bummer, and it just so counterintuitive why a dungeon that wants to keep you out has accessibility what do you want me to come out or go in what do you want yeah it's like uh we have this armor the full scale male armor that does damage to you <laughs> well, oh cool I guess I don't know yeah, I mean, bizarre to me. It is like I, I don't. 
I'm all for inclusiveness and I'm all for or inclusivity, whatever the word is. I'm all for it. And by all means, I'm not trying to say like people in wheelchairs are less than or they should hate their lives. No, it's just it's a fantasy world. Like live the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, like uh Again, we're talking in the fantasy world, in the real world, and everything. Everyone should be welcome at the D and D table. Like exactly, you know. Oh, let's all get together and play. That's that's great. But you know, I guess we just need to talk to to people who are in wheelchairs and ask them how they feel about this. Yeah, I would love to hear feedback from that. Like, what do you do? You feel this is like good for you, or I don't know. And then maybe that'll change yeah, our minds. So. Maybe maybe they can come up with great campaign ideas like we did with for the language barrier. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're like, I want everybody else to know what it's like so to be in a wheelchair. So now all your characters are in wheelchairs and my character's the one walking around. Well, that could be fun. <laughs> but Do a whole <laughs> campaign of like everyone's blind. <laughs> It's just okay, it's a, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely a slippery slope. <sighs> it's just kind of it's nowhere to stop, man. If you start including real life shit, it's just it's it's gonna it's gonna go downhill real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's true. But there's already real life stuff in it. You yes. know what I mean? It's still it's still already there. Uh, I've always found it. I've always. My reasoning for why humans in D and D are often less racist to other humans is because they can be racist against other races. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so there is there's all there racism is definitely a thing in the real world. So it's it, there's racism in the fantasy world as well. So it's already <laughs> there. I mean that's true. Like once once shit hits the fan, racism goes out the window. It's like, oh, there's this whole new species that I could hate because of the way it, I don't know, talks out of its ass when it, I have put a translator in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously they're gonna hate on that. I don't care if you're black or whatever anymore. It's just now. <laughs> well, I do care if you're black but you know if you're a drow <laughs> exactly i was about to say yeah you're right you're right they do care about the drows <laughs> i kind of care if you're black because black <laughs> is the evil color you might be a drow yeah a drow uh, disguised as a human yeah yeah <laughs> with I, their long flowy what purple white hair <laughs> purplish white hair yeah i'm I some I'm I'm giving that uh, that example a little crap with the drow being dark skin and everything, but I think rather than that being uh, based off of anything in the real life, that it's more of a light and dark type of thing. Yeah. S sun and moon, right? Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta be careful with the light and dark thing still. <laughs> yeah, still have to. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> See, you can bring it. Is... You can bring the race, like any form of racism. You can like, you can implant it into anything, like if you actually like try. And the problem is, yeah. people do actually try. Yeah, yeah, definitely do. Like they have nothing better to do. I, I think people even said uh, 
Tolkien was uh, racist with the way he described um, the orcs in his books. Because I think uh, he he only had goblins. I'm not even sure if he had orcs. I think like the whole split between goblins and orcs came later. I think in the past, everything was just a goblin. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. But I think, right. I think I, you're right. Yeah, and so people were saying that it was they're, they're based off of black people, which was really bizarre because I looked up the description for it and it's not at all. Like, I remember they're supposed to be short, squat, very uh, unbalanced, like unnatural limbs and everything. Very, um, what, what, what else? I, I'm just doing off this top of my head. I think they have like long thin mouths and some other like I think it was only the skin was uh, not even black but just darker shade or gray or something like that yeah I'm like who what what black people have you been looking at right (laughs) because in general like maybe uh, you're the one who's racist for thinking that looks like a black person you jackass yeah right (laughs) <laughs> because I don't know, I, I, a black guy just kind of looks like a guy, normal, <laughs> like a <laughs> human. Yeah, doesn't doesn't look like that. I mean, if I see you something know, that looks like that, I don't care what color they are. Like we, we're gonna have yeah, a problem. That, <laughs> like, that thing could be the most Caucasian skinned motherfucker <laughs> on the planet, but if he's all gangly odd limbed huge thin mouth and weird yellow beady eyes and you know yeah that's i, I might be a touch bit uh nervous <laughs> yeah nervous is oh. a good word yeah though we're gonna get a comment from from somebody who looks exactly like that uh excuse me <laughs> <laughs> Well, I stand 100% by it, and I will not stand yes. by you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure you have a great personality, but <laughs> turns out they're like neo-Nazi. <laughs> oh, good. Cool. We can hate you. It's fine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Stay away from the tiki torches, you bastard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't, How many people do you think hate us for everything that we've just said? I don't know, but you think we can get more people to hate us? Probably. <laughs> Pretty easy nowadays. <laughs> people be hating on everything. I saw like a comment, like speaking of like people hating on everything and being overly sensitive. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Overly sensitive. I just gained, we just got some more haters. You're welcome. Um, I saw like someone made a comment one time. I forget where I saw it. But they were like, how is this generation who grew up on Family Guy and um, South Park? South Park, yes. Family Guy and South Park. How is this generation the most sensitive generation on the planet? And I'm like, that's that's a fair point. It could also be because we had Family Guy and South Park throwing shit at us all the time. Yeah, I mean, it definitely made us more aware of things. Because a lot of what uh, Family Guy and South Park are doing are pointing out a lot of the hypocrisies that are going on. 
Exactly. And, yeah. So, it's not, like... <laughs> it's not always meant to be, like, slight at people. Sometimes it's also meant to, like, hey, pay attention to this thing that's going on. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're pointing out a lot of stuff. Like, I think if you look at surface level, it's like, oh, wow, that, that comment was racist. But, you know, the glory of... Uh, South Park and those shows and everything is like, oh, that character that was racist is actually making himself look like a dumbass for doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. The Tooker Jobs! <laughs> yeah. Right? That guy where everything he said was racist and horrible, but in the end they were just in a giant man pile of everybody screwing each other, if you remember that episode? <laughs> Vaguely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's so, so, Yeah, the people coming from the future to take their jobs. <laughs> what, were, what were they called? Jack-offs or something like that? <laughs> something. Something. Got to rewatch that. God. And they didn't look God. like any race in particular, either. <laughs> they just no, didn't they speak were, English. They looked more like raisins. Yeah, but if they didn't speak English, so they must yeah, be, be Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you don't speak English, then clearly. Clearly. That's that's what oh, kills man. me. Like, like <laughs> they hate on Hispanic people, but they're like, oh, well, I'm racist against Hispanic people. It's like, well, hey, bud, you realize that's an ethnicity, not a race, right? Like, their race is still white or black or, you know, whatever. But thanks for playing. Wait. wait. So what race is white or black? Explain this to me. Well, no. I because... thought we were all the human race. <laughs> uh, you would wish we were. You would think we were. I wonder how uh, many of us are oh, actually sorry. aliens. Reptilians. You would love that, wouldn't you? Scaly freak. Oh, uh, we're back at that. Really? Yeah, you and your Argonians. Lusting. What's her name? What's her name? Uh, I don't know. The Lusty Argonian Maid? Oh, that's the title of the book, but what's her name? Say it. You say her name. Uh, say it slowly. I, I, uh, uh, Lifts. Li oh, Lifts Her Tail. Yes. There you go. Thank you. You remember God, her name. Man. Yes. Images with me forever now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so, a genius thing to put in those. The, the like, I love the Elder Scrolls series because I, like, even like I liked that even before I liked D and D, and like that was the closest I had ever come to playing D and D. And yeah, it's it's just like D and D in a video game form is all it feels like to me. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Like. uh that definitely was an introduction to more of the D&D &D style of things, right? The more open world. Obl you know, yeah, Oblivion. Why don't they actually create a D&D &D game? Like, a video game? Like They are. They have. Where? I have not seen this, sir. Uh, right now on Steam, they're doing uh, the new D and D game. I forget what the hell it's called, but it's the they're 
basically, yeah, they're adding, they're doing all the D and D mechanics and everything, but just in game form. I mean, they've had other D and D games like Boulder's Gate and all that, uh, which doing uh, I forget what the hell they call this style, but it's like uh, real time. You're running around and strategizing and everything. And you get to play as tieflings and all that shit? Um, I think... So they're doing this whole deal with early access for this game, which was a little bit beyond me. Like, there you have to pay the full price for the early access game that's not even complete yet. But they're like... Oh, that's ass. It's... It's cool, guys. We're, we're good for it. You know us, baby. Come on. It's okay. Isn't that what they I do mean, with Cyberpunk? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. But the apparently the company that's done this has also done a bunch of other games, and they they did well. They really are good by the community or whatever, but that still doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, um, me either. We're cheap but bastards, they still have apparently. some of the races and everything, and you can play through part of the game. And apparently, people love it, and it's great. But I don't think any tieflings yet. You have opened up my eyes to a new world. I will have to explore this. Yeah, like um, I'm playing Pillars of Eternia now, which is very D and D like. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, the closest I came before that was Elder Scrolls. Maybe. Yeah. Anything Bethesda, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they're they're very different because a lot of the Bethesda games and everything uh, focus on single player. Like, just your character, your build and everything. While uh, the D&D-based games tend to be a group, a party of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Now... I kind of like always just focusing on one character because once you get so many characters and everything, you're just juggling inventory all the time. It becomes a bit of a pain in the ass. You know, that that's an interesting... So, like, this D&D the game they're creating, they should make it like it's only online. You can only play online. And once you're online, you can, like, leave your group, go do whatever. But you have to play online with at least a group of, like, six people. And once you guys are all in a group, you can like quit this game and join another one later, but you have to play online with other people. You can choose to communicate, you can choose to not communicate, because that'll create like language barriers itself if you have people from all over the world, and then you're just sitting there talking over the headset, and everybody's like, I don't... Fuck, I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, except this is video games, and this is nerdy video games. Uh, you're going to have a bunch of people who are like, but I don't have friends. <laughs> well, that's my point. It, force, like that it forces you. Forces you to have friends? Yeah, because it's like, it's like when you go into a battle royale and it puts you in a matchmaker. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. If it's anything like League of Legends, man, people will just <laughs> kill themselves. <laughs> You're going to have the assholes of the group who are only out to screw you over. But, you know, it just makes the thing more fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> because why just eat your Cheerios when someone can piss in it for you? <laughs> that's that's well, very kind of I, you to assume that's uh, going to be piss. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they have... A, I, 
at least the newest game, I think they have an online option where you can like team up with people if you want to. I don't think they're forcing anybody, but it'd be an idea. And torture. <laughs> but, it would uh, be. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna wait for the full game before I buy it. I'm probably gonna buy it, but I'm not gonna fall for their tactics. I'm not gonna allow this to stand. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be yeah, careful though, because how long? How long is it gonna be in development for? Oh, probably years. <laughs> Guarantee it's gonna be years. So, like, actually, I should say that I will buy this game only. Only if they finish the main game before mm. they have DLC. Yeah. If they're done with the game before they have DLC, then I'll buy it. But if it's not done and they have two things of DLC, then no, I'm, I'm you're not getting my money. Because that's all they want is your money. <laughs> yeah. God. The fucking audacity game designers game developers my game's not even done yet but here's the sequel what (laughs) (sighs) well they gotta get paid somehow I actually read that a lot of uh, uh, oh god I can't think of the word not designers I guess designers designers too yeah the people who handle like the coding and all like the grunt work and all that yeah I've heard they are horribly mistreated by like practically every company that hires them. No, like course. super underpaid, super overwork. <laughs> it's okay to use them. They're not real people. They're a fantasy right. race. <laughs> Basically. They're the goblins. <laughs> yeah, they're the goblins. Man, you know how like many times I was like called a nerd growing up? He's like, "Oh, what do you watch?" Well, I watched this one anime one time. Fucking nerd. Okay. Glad you uh, call you nerd. Lowered me into that conversation. (laughs) I usually just got. We're usually just straight to homo for me, man. (laughs) Yeah, there was that too. (laughs) So what are you breathing? Uh, oxygen? Ha, homo. <laughs> For real. People are ruthless, man. Our generation <laughs> grow, our generation sucked growing up. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We were like Xbox the biggest douchebags. <laughs> oh. Ah. Good memories, though. Good memories. All the yeah. hate. The scarring. Yeah. The suffering. And then they wonder why people like us are so sarcastic and douchey. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, I'm, I'm loving this imagery, though, of the programmers being <laughs> goblins. Yeah. The... We're going to get a lot of hate mail from programmers now. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be like it's a bit true, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it hit so close to home for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, but yes. who, okay, so who would their overlords be? Would that be mm. the, uh... It'd be, like, the, I, the companies who hired them, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, mean? yeah, but as as a fantasy race, so would those be the uh, uh, devils? I feel like know. those would be the devils. The devils are the ones that are always making contracts and everything, trying to screw you true. over. True, very true, yeah. Yeah, that's a good. that's a good comparison, I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find your soul lover. Give us this sixty nine ninety nine pre order. <laughs> Come on, I'll deliver it. <laughs> yeah. So all big corporations are devils. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fits. Oh, oh, oh! Before I forget, this is something completely well, not completely off the rail, but a little bit different here. A pet peeve of mine. But I want to know if you share. I love pet peeves. Yes. In games, when they have a ranger character, right? Uh, do you enjoy having a pet as a ranger? You know, having the animal companion. Uh, I mean, my human brain says yes. The correct answer is no, it's but awful, and it's the worst thing ever. If I'm trying to be a ranger, I don't think I need a pet fucking yeah, everything exactly. up for me. <laughs> mm, I hate, I hate, I hate it so much. Like, uh, again, I've been playing Pillars of Eternia, right? And they have the ranger class. It's all set up with bows, and I love bows, love the ranged action, but no, I have to pick an animal companion, right? Now, it really, it, because it takes me out of a game so hard when I have to choose, do you want a deer or, or a bear, a lion, and wolf. Wolf is like the only one that's even remotely acceptable. <laughs> right? Because I played I through know. the game and they, I like they a got bear. to... I just, just imagine this situation, right? Play, you're playing through the game. You get to the situation where you have to scale like the side of this wall into this castle uh. and everything. And you have to do it stealthily. And as the ranger, you know, you had a deer with you. What, are you going <laughs> to put the deer over your shoulders and climb up? Per video and game then, logic, yes. And then you get in there and you're stealthily like walking through the hallway. <laughs> just imagining <laughs> the deer like cluck clop, cluck clop. <laughs> like, like through the whole thing, or or you like the bear? Cool. Imagine going into the inn to the bar. You're out in bumfuck nowhere, going to the little town settlement with the one inn that they have and everything. You open the door, and the fucking bear <laughs> comes in there. And the innkeeper's just like, "Hey, the fuck? This is totally normal." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No one says anything about that. No one's going to say anything about the giant-ass grizzly bear that's walking in with you. <laughs> or even even the lion. A lion is a savanna animal that very specialized meat diet. And how are you going to have it out in the middle? Oh, God, it makes me so angry. Just, just get rid of the animals, man. <laughs> Yeah, there should be an option to not to choose. Like, hey, I don't want an animal. Like, leave it alone. Yes, I thought I could outsmart the system and everything, and just let the animal die and then never revive it. But then the ranger gets heartbroken and he suffers penalties because his his deer is dead. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what just happened to you? They what? got you with your own logic. <laughs> You didn't what? play the way the character wanted to play, so they punished oh, you. Oh yeah! Oh, they they totally got me with it. They got me with that. I'm su supposed to feel for this animal. 
<laughs> oh Jesus! Same, yeah, I think they did the same thing in World of Warcraft too. I think the for what Hunter one is always well, they just having a pet. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. Like pet peeve. Ha! <laughs> no <laughs> I see what you did there. It. Yeah. I have no idea what we're talking about, but I feel much better now that I've gotten that off my chest. I appreciate that. What, that giant grizzly bear? Would you? Yeah, exactly. You're going to throw over your shoulders, scale up the wall to stealthily sneak into the place. As it's glitching through the wall because it can't comprehend the game mechanics of actually doing that in real life. So the only way to do it is to glitch it through the wall. People on the yeah, inside of the yeah. wall are just seeing a random like grizzly bear leg just poking through. Yeah. <laughs> This is totally normal. Guards, also, guards walking through there and everything. Just was that a grizzly bear crouch walking through through the hallway? <laughs> nah, couldn't be. Well, I mean, that's a thing for me though. Like, because it's either it's either unrealistic like that, or it's like, hey, I have this companion, and for me, this could be like, uh, take Fallout for example. You have, like, the dog, and you're like, cool, I like having the dog during, like, a Fallout setting. That's pretty cool. But then I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm trying to not engage with shit, and here goes this dumbass companion, be it the dog or whatever the fuck it is, goes running off to go engage with it. And I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I can't, I yeah. can't, damn it. Yeah, whether the, yeah, companions in those games are rough. So, I guess Skyrim does the same thing with their companions, but Jesus, man, like, I, I should be able to control the companion, like, hey, we are not engaging. Yeah, they, they some of them have those options where you control, like, the AI, like, passive and stuff like that, but it is, hasn't been good. Yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of the games like that, even Outer Worlds, I think, the two companions, they're dumb as shit. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's why the D&D games they have out now, you you control everybody. But then you get stuck into micromanagement where you have to control every movement. And that can become a pain in the ass. So it's hard to find yeah. a balance between the two. It is. However, yeah. speaking of like game mechanics and Fallout and all that, you remember the, the whole uh, train thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that that story, where they, I forget what it was. Fallout, yeah, Fallout. They were having a hard time uh, making trains move along the tracks and everything. So they decided just to make the trains hats and put people <laughs> underneath the ground. So that so that if you clip underneath the ground, all you're seeing is dudes with train hats run around really <laughs> fast that's a genius god. way to solve that problem but yeah. my god is that terrifying <laughs> but god oh I'm god i'm wondering what you what other things in games have been like that that we haven't ever noticed i know like i <laughs> Ever since I heard that, I've always wanted to like try to find a way to like glitch under the ground a little bit, just to see like what are you gonna see under here. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure they have the YouTube videos that you can check out. Oh, I, I think another one that was like mind blowing was like Mario, the old one. The bushes and the clouds were the same thing, just different colors. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. People get creative, man. It's like, I can either do a workaround or reprogram the whole thing. Yeah, I'm going to do the workaround. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was uh, well a big issue with uh, Pokemon. The original one, the cartridge and everything. How the hell they needed to like cram in 150 Pokemon into that mm-hmm. and still have a game. Right? It was... Because, like, the actual cartridge, I forget how much it is, but it's, like, five megabytes. Mm. That's it. God, technology has come so far from when we were growing up, man. (laughs) Yeah, but is it, it... Some of those goblins have been getting lazy... (laughs) <laughs> because of these these updates that I'm getting on PlayStation 4 why why do I need a 18 gigabyte update bro well like well, fucking what's going uh, on? the game or, you guys made me download fucking uh oh god Call of Duty Warfare or whatever yeah that's just like 100 gigs yeah why what where where i I know that things are looking more pretty and there's more details and everything, but a hundred? Are they? It feels like feels like these guys need to go back and deal with like more of the limitations of the software and see what they can do with that without getting free reign to every gigabyte in the world. I mean, Apex. I mean, Apex is getting up there now too, though. But man, it's like I don't like, <laughs> and then like the game like design like a uh, PlayStation or Sony or whoever like Microsoft, then they're like, oh, we're gonna give you this Xbox, and yeah, we're gonna give you a terabyte of of disk space, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that gives me like four games. <laughs> yeah, God, can you imagine going back like ten years ago and being like a tera a terabyte? If you had that much, you could have hundreds thousands of games oh my god man like i i joke about that randomly like the the fucking i like cell phones we have now are better than the first computer i had oh yeah yeah by a long shot oh god the computer oh god yeah i think the new final fantasy 2 is like 180 gigs yeah, but I I bit the bullet on that one because I fucking love Final Fantasy. Seven is yeah. my favorite. Like probably, like, I've really didn't realize that's probably my all time favorite video game is Final Fantasy Seven. I love the story. I love the like the the design of it. I love like the characters. I like the gameplay, like the game mechanics. And I was like, I don't even care. I was like, I got a PlayStation specifically so I can get. Final Fantasy 7, that's how much I like that damn game. And I get it. It's like a problem. I'm like addicted, but I don't care. This isn't a problem I care to solve. No intervention will stop it. Okay, then what's your opinion on the fact that they were reducing the titty sizes in that game? I mean, I'm oddly okay with it. I still, uh... I've I've played it on a big screen, and, uh... 
I have to say I'm happy with the new games. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Wait, uh... <laughs> so, so let me guess. If I go over to your house and everything, you're, you're going to have a TV screen in which the center of the screen, you're going to have a magnified area, which was right where the boobs would be. So they <laughs> automatically re-enlarge to the humongoid size. No. No. No, Wait, there is such yeah, a there is such a thing as I, too big. What? I forgot who I'm talking to. You're a scaly. You, oh, you don't even yeah. care about the boobs because reptiles that's, that's a can't lie. have boobs. That's a lie, sir. That is what? a slanderous lie. The reptile the, the reptiles they're, they're not no, mammalian. They don't no, make no, no. the milks. I meant me not caring about boobs. That's a slanderous lie. Oh, okay. But yeah, right? Your your busty Argonian maid lifts oh, your tail. Oh, you messed it up. You lusty. 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 See, I'm I'm stuck with busty. I don't know if I could <laughs> if I could go the the lizard way, man. I mean, I do like butts. Those are also sometimes equally as good as boobs. True. But she has a tail. How does that affect buttage? Well, her, it's in her fucking name. She lifts it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. You don't need to get so angry. Have you ever seen a cat walk around showing you its asshole all the time? Uh, yeah, cool. I, I, but I'm not thinking about it like that, man. <laughs> Aren't you? Oh, you're uh, a furry. You're into the busty. Furries are always busty. Ah, ah! I, I feel like we're on a jokes. watch list now. <laughs> you I feel like we're on jokes. a watch list, <laughs> Mister Furry here. Uh. Oh yeah! Uh. Speaking of which, the new Lola Bunny. What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was a bummer. Kind of, kind of makes me sad. And then I, I love the comments. Like everybody was like. <laughs> I was on Twitter and people were like, why is everybody so mad about the new Lola Bunny? And I'm like, yeah, why is everybody so... And then you were mad. And then I was mad. And then I was like... And then you were just watching all these people be like, are you, are you guys just sexualizing a, <laughs> a, a CG bunny? And I'm like, yes. we're men. We sexualize everything. Right. I mean, what we do. <laughs> Women aren't that innocent. Don't don't fucking play games with us. You're sexualizing yeah. everything too. Don't give me that shit. I, I see the way you guys look the at Twilight bikes. Saga. Yeah, oh my we god! We gave you the Twilight Saga. Give us oh Lola, buddy. Come on. For real. I'm just praying that enough people will complain and they fix her, just like enough people nah. complained about the original Sonic and they fixed him. Yeah. Well, the original Sonic was a monstrosity that needed was... to die. <laughs> Because they were, I don't even know what the hell they were thinking when they made that. Like they were like, let's make it like the game, but not like the game at all, and make it something else. Yeah, people will love this hideous creature that no one could love. <laughs> and then they brought uh, in Jim Carrey, and they're like, let's let's try to fix this. And people were still like, we love Jim Carrey, but no, no, you need to fix this. Yeah, get the goblins back in there. Get them back to work. <laughs> That's probably because they underpaid the goblins, and the goblins were like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this like, is our cool. territory, sir. You yeah. want to fuck with it? Okay, watch this. 
<laughs> we know how actually, pissed everybody's going to get. Did you actually watch the Sonic movie, though? I did. I made it a point to go see it in theaters because they actually went back and changed the character. I was like, if y'all went through the trouble of going back and actually reanimating the character it when i complained about it i at least owe you to go see the movie yeah i actually went and saw it and I, I i enjoyed it i did too i thought it was actually a really good movie and i apparently didn't get good ratings i guess and i'm like that's that's a bummer apparently the only yeah, people I, who went to go see it were the ones who were complaining about how he looked yeah i think it was like enough medi- of us. mediocre ratings and everything but I thought it was good, yeah. especially like the opening. I still remember that owl. Oh, I mean, spoilers! That owl getting just owned. Yeah, I mean, if people haven't seen it at this point, I, I doubt they're going to. Number one, and number two, it's yeah. their own fault. Yeah, that was. That was you hear that? Before. We're gonna spoil shit, and it's gonna be your own fault. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, do you think? Do you think there will ever be a day that we're so popular that uh, they'll make furry Sonic fan art of us? <laughs> oh, God. that That's my goal. I want to be that famous one day. I'll have my own fursona, and somehow I'll be pregnant. <laughs> oh, they're going to start drawing art with you and Lola Bunny. Oh, hell yeah. And unfortunately, it's going to be me with some type of Argonian. Yeah, of course. Busty uh, and lusty. As long as she's busty, too. We can't leave okay. out that. That was slanderous filth that you said about me. Well, I'm just saying, because the, the lizard ladies, they, they're not known for the boobies because they don't make the milks. You well, can't get lizard milk. I don't want the ever... milk. I don't want it for reproductive purposes. I want it for the fun. Well, that right. sounds awfully <laughs> non-Catholic of you. Oh, oh, are we, are we going to dive right into religion right now in episode one? Well, no. <laughs> unless unless you want to dive into fantasy religions. Oh, the God, there are the fantasy past. religions. Why? Yeah. <laughs> of course, well, because there's fantasy gods. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there because I, I can't. It's too good. Like, you you served it up, and I have to, like, take a swing. Okay. Aren't all gods fantasy? <gasps> all right, oh! Now <laughs> oh! Oh, my nipples. They can't, they can't handle the truth like that. <laughs> uh, 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 straight to yeah, hell I'm going. Uh, all right, anyways. Yeah. Actually, you, you remind me of something, yeah. I've seen once or twice some uh, comedians and everything bringing up the fact that like uh, like shitting on a lot of the current popular uh, nerdum things like Star Wars or Batman and everything. I've heard the people say, you know, like, oh, what are these guys are so weird collecting figures when was I thought this was supposed to be for kids and things like that. Right. Mm hmm. Have you ever have you heard that? Mm hmm. Yes, well, I have. That, that to me is a little bit mind-blowing because if you look at history at all, you realize that throughout history, people have been weird, weird, hero-worshipping, animal-worshipping, whatever strange creature-worshipping, uh, all of that. Look at, 
look at any of the Norse mythology and mm-hmm. Greek mythology and the Romans, they built giant fucking statues and whole huge stories about their weird uh, heroes and uh, co- collected all sorts of action figures. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that but is... we're the nerds and we're the... <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, that's bizarre to me. You All throughout history, every point in history, people have been way nerdy. They just hit it behind religion. Yep. Don't like. Don't even get me started, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. how far we, uh, how far advanced we'd be scientifically if certain uh, certain things didn't hinder us throughout history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna say any names, but uh, if only <laughs> lizards had big old milky titties, where we they know would who be they now. are. <laughs> exactly. That that might be where we'd be right now. <laughs> oh, that that is true. <laughs> what they've taken from us. I, I think that's a good uh, good spot to end for the night, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. This should just come to an abrupt stop, like right there. Yes. Like the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard titties, and we're out. This is David and the Doggy. I'm Dax. And I'm Ryan. Bye.